Hey, this is Sophia from CNET here with the latest tech news. Cities throughout the United States have emptied amid the coronavirus outbreak. Millions of people are working from home. Children are attending school remotely, and no one's heading to ballparks, nightclubs, or movie theaters. They've all turned to their home broadband connections to stay connected. With California mandating shelter in place across the entire state, New York City on a total lockdown, and other states and cities to follow suit, home broadband networks across the nation will be under tremendous pressure as we enter a second week of school and office closures across the country. So far, networks in the U.S. and across the world have been holding up even as usage spikes. But will it continue? Broadband companies in the U.S. say their networks can handle whatever traffic is thrown their way. But some broadband policy experts are skeptical. FCC Commissioner Jessica Rosenworcel agrees. In a tweet on Friday, she said the agency needs to report daily on the state of communications networks in the country, just as it does following natural disasters like hurricanes and power outages. There is no question that broadband providers in the U.S. saw huge spikes in usage last week as many Americans began telecommunicating and schools closed around the country. In a week-over-week comparison, Verizon said voice usage between March 12th and March 19th on its network was up 25%, and total web traffic was up 22%. On Wednesday, the company said week-over-week usage patterns showed demand for streaming video services, like Netflix and Amazon, which increased by 12%. Those are the most bandwidth-intensive applications on the internet. Meanwhile, web traffic climbed 20%, virtual private network jumped 30%, and online gaming skyrocketed to 75%. Social media usage didn't change compared with the prior week. Anticipating the need for Americans to get online, U.S. carriers and broadband providers have already suspended data caps on service. Verizon CEO Hans Vestberg told CNBC on Thursday that the company, which operates Fios Fiber Optic Network and is the largest U.S. wireless provider by number of users, is well-positioned to handle the onslaught. Verizon isn't the only carrier that's confident. AT&T and Comcast have also said that they've seen traffic skyrocket, but they're confident that their networks can handle the surge in usage. Cloudfare, which provides cloud-based networking and cybersecurity services and has been tracking worldwide data usage, noted in a blog post last week that it had seen network usage increase as much as 40% in Seattle, where the coronavirus first broke out in the U.S. Key internet exchanges in cities like Amsterdam, London, and Frankfurt also saw a 10-20% to spike in usage in the week of March 9th, just two days before the World Health Organization declared the coronavirus outbreak a pandemic. Based on the data Cloudfare has collected, the networks are holding up remarkably well, Still, streaming services in Europe are already proactively ratcheting down the resolution of their streams to make sure they don't overwhelm broadband networks and choke off access to important services. Amazon, Netflix, and YouTube have agreed to an EU request to tap the brakes on streaming services, switching from high definition to standard for the next 30 days in an effort to reduce the strain on the internet. The companies haven't announced yet whether they'll take a similar approach in the U.S., but it might make sense if they did. But some broadband policy experts are unconvinced it will be smooth sailing for all broadband users as traffic ramps up. For instance, older cable broadband networks and DSL networks use infrastructure that was primarily designed to send information in one direction, downstream. As a result, the broadband service offered is asynchronous, 
which means that the download speed is much faster than the upload speeds. This may be fine for watching a movie or sending a tweet, but it's likely to be problematic for households using multiple video conferencing applications like Zoom, which need a lot of capacity upstream as well as downstream. Mobile wireless networks, fixed wireless networks in rural areas, and satellite broadband services are also likely to have similar capacity constraints. Recognizing the need for additional capacity, AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile sought and were granted approval last week from the FCC to strike a commercial deal with satellite TV provider, DISH, to borrow the company's unused wireless spectrum to help boost their network capacity during times of congestion. While some access networks may struggle, newer cable broadband networks and fiber networks, which don't have the same upload constraints, will likely perform fine. For more of the latest tech news, visit CNET.com.